Hello and welcome to For the Love of Stories. <clears throat> it has been a very long time since I've made an episode, so you've probably been wondering, as you have, may have remembered from my last episode, there was a, a slight malfunction, and so, yeah, we couldn't quite get the thing done until I got new equipment, but good news is I found a microphone, but I had been a little preoccupied. Um... So, yes, if you haven't watched, uh, if you haven't watched this already, then you won't know this, but the winner has been announced of the voice message competition. Uh, there you can watch the, the, the winner is announced video. Uh, and a few days after it was announced, I got a second voice message. So obviously it's not the winner, but, uh, I'm going to play it for you, and then we're going to start the show. Hey, Jonah. It's me, Cecilia. I just wanted to leave you a message because, yeah, you're doing a great job. Also, I started an Anchor account, too, but more on you. So, yeah, I love your podcast, and keep up the good work. See ya. Okay, thank you, Cecilia. She was in the last episode. Uh, so, yeah, next thing you know, you're going to be the spokesperson for the show. But uh, let's get to the story. Far from where you live, on an island, specifically in a town that had been merely destroyed, in a rich inn called Lipnock. There was an event, a celebration. It had not been meant to celebrate, but many had come around. A traitor to the town now sought on the most feared weapon in all of creation. No one has any name for it, but it can suck the power, life, feeling out of anyone and on it was the traitor her name georgina the witch metal ropes coiled around her holding her down a large mirror sat in front of her the stone she lied on was lifted up there was crackles fizzes Splashes of color and light. She couldn't feel herself anymore. But she could hear the sounds. And then, all of a sudden, she was lying on the floor. Powerless. Weak. Suddenly there was a thump, thump, thump. From right near the entrance. The people seem more interested in that than Georgina at this point. Some, 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 some. People were going down the path to see what was happening. Some, some, some screams, yells. People were screeching, help, help, at the top of their lungs. More light burst through the room. People were sent flying backwards. Georgina slid across the floor into the entrance. She slid around a corner and ran out. 
She felt as if it was better for her to crawl. She was in so much pain from the sucking. She had no idea what the light was, but the steady thumb, thumb, thumb was so loud at this point that Georgina feared for her life. She got to the exit and jumped out, only to see a horrible sight. The entire town was burning again. Soul crushers, helpers, flying in every direction. People screaming as they exploded into light. People ran, calling out screams like, Save yourself from the cursors! Many years ago, the town had given a name to soul crushers, helpers. The cursors. They cursed their lives forever. They were flying everywhere, making buildings explode. Georgina knew she had to do something to stop them, but she couldn't. Then she remembered something about this town. She could get close to them, where they were swirling around in the clouds, if she had a broom. But her broom had been destroyed when she met with the travelers. But there also happened to be a broom store in that town. She ran up to the huge glass observatory, which was now burning. She called the name of Mr. Zandonowicz, the man who owned the store, but no calls answered. She ran up the stairs and into the great observatory. Thousands of brooms lined the walls and the ceilings and the ground. Georgina found one that looked most suitable for her, got on it, and began to fly. Just as it did, the fire reached the observatory, and the brooms began to explode. Everywhere there was a horrible cracking noise. Bam! Crack! Bam! Crack! Bam! Crack! Bam! Crack! Bam! The entire observatory was now on fire. Georgina pulled out her snake, her coiled snake wand, pointed it at the top of the observatory, and said, Break. Within seconds, there was a horrible smash, and all of the glass came raining into the fire. Nothing hit Georgina. She was safe as she flew out of the observatory and into the clouds. She watched upon the burning town, the town that had suffered so much. She pulled out her own wand, pointed it at the town, and said, Stop the fires. Immediately the snakes uncoiled their heads from the tip, began to grow larger and larger. Then, once they were the size of, I'd say, a regular car, Water began to spew out of their mouths, hitting the towns in huge jets, putting out the fires. Georgina continued to fly over the town until she reached where she needed to be, the middle of the town where all the cursors were. She began to shoot little sparks from her wand and the cursors were hit with them, and souls flew out of their hands and into people.
it wasn't that nice to watch. It was actually quite disturbing. People were running, screaming as they exploded into light, and then suddenly they became whole again. Georgina continued to fly. Then she had an, had an awful pain in her back. The broom slid from under her and went down to the burning house. Georgina was now falling, falling, but she had another secret up her sleeve. In her mind, she thanked her sister, Lauren, dearly and pulled out a little toy they used to play with, a little pin with two wings. She squeezed it, and it shot down her arm, through her back, and out. Two large feathery wings came out her back, and she began to fly away from the town. She needed her clue, but she would have to find it another way. To be continued, please come again, and I will finish the story um, in the cursors part two and also look out for the trailer of the next story that i'll be telling as we are actually coming close to the end of georgina the witch bye